Good morning and welcome to Current Radio. It's Monday, December 25th. Today we're covering the questioning of ex-Japan top government spokesman Matsuno over an LDP fund scandal and the tear gas fired by Serbia police as opposition backers demand an election annulled. Plus, we delve into Donald Trump's attempt to block a case accusing him of seeking to steal the 2020 election and his prayer for his own 2024 campaign in a Christmas video message. This coverage and more, up next. Welcome to Current Radio's Politics Station. Please enjoy today's selection of political news. Japan's ruling Liberal Democratic Party, or LDP, is currently embroiled in a political fundraising scandal. Senior members of the party, including former top government spokesman Hirokazu Matsuno, have been questioned by prosecutors. Abby, our correspondent, is here to provide some context. Abby, what's the story here? Thanks, Michael. The LDP's largest faction, which was once led by the late Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, is alleged to have failed to declare hundreds of millions of yen in revenue from its fundraising parties. It's also accused of creating slush funds to reimburse its members. And who else has been questioned in relation to this scandal? In addition to Matsuno, Ryu Shionoya, the chairman of the faction, Tsuyoshi Takagi, its secretary general, and Hiroshi Geiseko, former secretary general of the party in the House of Councillors, have also been questioned. This is a significant development, as it's not common for such high-ranking politicians to be questioned in this manner. What has been the reaction from the opposition? The opposition has been quite vocal, with Akira Nagatsuma, of the leading opposition Constitutional Democratic Party of Japan, describing the questioning of major ruling politicians as unprecedented. He's urged those questioned to cooperate fully with the investigation. And what about the response from Prime Minister Fumio Kishida? In Prime Minister Kishida, who is also the LDP president, has expressed regret over the situation and apologized for triggering public distrust. He's pledged to take necessary measures to restore public trust and create a stable political environment, although he didn't provide any specific details about the steps his government will take. What are the potential legal repercussions for those involved? The political funds control law in Japan imposes an obligation on the accountants of political organizations to submit financial reports. Penalties for violating the law include imprisonment for up to five years or a fine of up to one million yen. If lawmakers are suspected of having colluded with the accountant, they could face criminal charges. This is certainly a significant development in Japanese politics, and we'll be keeping a close eye on how this unfolds. Thanks for the insights, Abby. Meanwhile in Serbia, recent elections have sparked protests and allegations of widespread fraud. Riot police have responded with tear gas and pepper spray against opposition supporters demanding the annulment of the elections. Abby, our correspondent for Current, is here to help us understand the situation. Abby, what's going on in Serbia? Michael, the situation in Serbia is quite tense. The elections held on December 17th have been marred by allegations of vote buying, ballot stuffing, and the improper influence of President Aleksandar Vucic. The opposition alliance, Serbia Against Violence, has claimed it was the rightful winner, especially in Belgrade, where there were reports of non-residents being recruited to vote. And how has the government responded to these allegations and protests? President Vucic has rejected calls to rerun the vote, dismissing claims of irregularities as blatant lies. He has also condemned the protests as an attempted violent takeover of state institutions, asserting that there was evidence that the protests were prepared in advance with assistance from abroad. He also mentioned that more than 35 people have been arrested and more arrests will follow. 
This isn't the first time we've seen protests in Serbia this year, is it? No, it's not. In May, there were anti-government protests following back-to-back -back mass shootings that killed 18 people, including nine children. Those protests evolved into a broader anti-government movement addressing issues like rising inflation and perceived government corruption. The current protests are a continuation of this dissatisfaction with the government. What has been the international response to these events? Serbia Against Violence has reached out to European Union institutions, officials, and member nations, stating that it will not recognize the election outcome and calling for an investigation. However, there hasn't been a significant international response yet. It's a situation that requires close monitoring as it evolves. Indeed, it's a complex situation with potential implications for the region. And thanks for the insights, Abby. In a shift to U.S. politics, former President Donald Trump is seeking to have federal charges alleging he tried to steal the 2020 presidential election dismissed. Abby, our correspondent, is here to discuss the details. Abby, what's the latest on this? Michael, Trump's attorneys have filed a 71-page document to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, arguing that the charges should be dismissed. They claim that Trump's actions following the 2020 election fell under his official responsibilities as president. So they're arguing that his actions were part of his duties as president. Can you explain more about this? Yes. Trump has repeatedly argued that his actions following the 2020 election are protected because he was acting in an official capacity as commander-in-chief. His lawyers are calling on the Washington Appeals Court to reject a lower court's ruling that refused this claim of immunity. What was the lower court's ruling on this matter? U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin rejected a series of arguments from Trump to have the case dismissed, including that he can't be prosecuted because his alleged actions were at the heart of his official responsibilities as president. She stated that his four-year service as commander-in-chief did not bestow on him the divine right of kings to evade the criminal accountability that governs his fellow citizens. What could be the potential consequences for Trump if the charges are not dismissed? If the charges are not dismissed and Trump is found guilty, the charges brought by special counsel Jack Smith could land him in prison for decades. His trial in the case is scheduled to begin in March. What's the Supreme Court's stance on this? The Supreme Court on Friday sidestepped the question of whether Trump may claim immunity from criminal charges tied to his alleged interference in the 2020 election. However, the legal wrangling over the issue is far from over. The same case will almost certainly return to the Supreme Court in the coming months. It seems like we'll be hearing a lot more about this case in the coming months. And thanks for the update, Abby. On a related note, in his annual holiday message, Former President Donald Trump has asked for divine guidance and strength for the year ahead, with an eye on the 2024 presidential election. Abby, our correspondent, is here to discuss this and other related developments. Abby, what's the context here? Michael, Trump's message comes amidst a complex backdrop. He's facing four criminal trials, totaling 91 felony counts, and his legal team is making concerted efforts to delay or dismiss these cases. Despite this, he's still hoping to run a successful campaign for the 2024 presidential election. That's quite a lot on his plate. What's the public sentiment around this, especially given his legal troubles? There's a clear divide, Michael. His supporters remain loyal, rallying behind his claims of election fraud and his anti-immigrant rhetoric. However, his detractors point to his legal troubles and his role in the Capitol insurrection as reasons why he shouldn't return to office. 
This divide is even reflected among his fellow Republican presidential candidates. Speaking of the Republican presidential candidates, how are they reacting to Trump's potential run? Many of them have defended Trump after the Colorado Supreme Court disqualified him from the state's ballot. They argue that it should be up to the voters, not the courts, to decide his political fate. However, there are exceptions, like former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson, who believes that Trump's support of the insurrection will negatively impact his candidacy. Interesting. Now let's talk about Trump's anti-immigrant rhetoric. How is this playing out in his campaign? Trump's anti-immigrant stance is a cornerstone of his campaign. He's been using dehumanizing language to describe immigrants, accusing them of poisoning the blood of our country and staging an invasion. He's also proposed radical changes to the nation's immigration laws, including implementing the largest deportation operation in American history and ideological screenings at the southern border. That's quite a radical stance, and Abby, we appreciate your insights. With that, we conclude our stories for today on Current Radio, and we look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow.